okay, listen. Oh, Boba man. Fett, they broke Boba you. Fett curb stopped me. And then Obi-Wan Kenobi harvested my organs. Yeah. And sold them on the black market. Mandalorian season three literally jumped me. But as if like like five, six, five dudes just jumped me as Mandalorian season three and just uh. didn't stop beating on me. What's up? This is another episode of Just Common Thoughts. Here we discuss pop culture and multimedia. We often clash because Edgar is always wrong. I'm Darius, the voice of reason here. And if you somehow miraculously made the decision to keep listening, tune in for our absurd takes and passionate debates, which ultimately mean nothing. But thank you for listening. <laughs> here we go. The, the salaries that the executives that run these companies have before Dude. bonuses and before stock options. I kind of, you can't even like, it's, it's like stupid money. I feel like there's money where like, even your brain can comprehend, like, this is a lot of money. And then there's money you look at where you're just like, it does like, it doesn't make sense. Like you don't know what you would do with that money. But one of my dreams is to like somehow become a billionaire because I want to actually see if I could spend that money. Like, I don't believe anyone should have any money in their bank account like when they die so like if i ever get a lot of money i'm gonna be spending that shit on people on me just buying stuff i don't care but um but still like now but while i'm still poor i i'm gonna be anti-capitalist so you know <laughs> fuck you funny how that me. works out <laughs> did you watch dune the dune trailer that came out uh, i saw it came out i haven't watched it yet and i gotta say like right now i'm kind of into doing i'm into um denny villainy because i think we watched the batman together but i don't think um we didn't watch doing together i think that just came out on hbo max but i watched it and i've been re-watching it and re-re-watching it um oh not only because i think he's like a good director but i think um i only bring it up because he has this style of directing which um i low-key think star wars is has been um kind of kind of aping i think he might be um i think he might have a, a case man i think it should go to court because i mean Alex he Finney, did he did blade runner 2049 right yeah he did um oh yeah I, so they've definitely because everything in star wars that's not crappy disney channel stuff all the other stuff yeah looks like blade runner 2049 Especially, like, I was going to say in terms of what we're going to uh, probably talk a little bit about um, Jedi Survivor, but also the Bad Batch, which is everything, um, if I could explain it a little bit, um, I'll try to probably intercut this with some screenshots, but it's probably um, everything is spaced out and everything is basically just like shapes. So, like, nice clear lines, nice spacing between objects, like... And everything is in the basic shape of a triangle, a square, a line, kind of like a square. It's like minimalist, but futurist. And then it also has neon neon colors, dark and neon colors that highlight um, and light certain aspects. And then, um, a lot, at least with Andor, a lot of rain. That adds to the aesthetic of it's not good times when you have bad weather. Just something to think about. Um, what have you been watching before we get into um, I'm playing? Yeah. Uh, well, 
So I finished Hogwarts um, Legacy. Don't tell me shit about it. Okay. I'll just say it was fun, but it's not really replayable. So I'm hoping that they drop some new DLCs. Um, and now I'm playing Jedi Survivor, so don't tell me any spoilers about that. I'm not, I think I'm halfway through. I'm not sure. Oh, it's well. really it's a it's a large game. I'm not gonna lie, it's a large game. And there's a lot to do, so I've been having a lot of fun with that. Do you do you um did you play the first one? Yeah, I played. I have not games. played any of them. Um, I don't know why I didn't play the first one, but I couldn't play the second one because I realized my Xbox, which I love, which works perfectly, but. You know, just actually when I was trying to get Hogwarts, um, they were like, oh, you, you don't have it on your platform. And that's the day I realized <laughs> it, uh, my platform is super old. But you know what? It's all right, baby. I love you. Um, I might give it to my mom, actually, so she could, like, use it to watch Netflix and stuff because I think she can't well, afford Well, this is a little bit of a, a tangent, but with the Writers Guild um, strikes and you bring up older consoles and, like, having CD drives, I think that's super important to have something that doesn't rely on streaming. I think that's super important. And I think that's, I, I don't know if it's going to bounce back in that way, but I think personally myself, I want to start buying discs. Like, cause like they took down raised by, raised by wolves. They took that they down from HBO Max. took down um, the show that we cannot mention anymore. Um, and now that I in good conscious, I don't think I can. Um... No. Watch it anymore. There's a couple of scenes. Yeah, man, I yeah. can't. Well, like stuff like that, man. It's like I, I, I would like to go revisit that, and it's annoying that streaming sites can just be like, all right, I'm taking it down. Yeah, I mean, the bright side I will say is that, like, um, have you heard about fast services? No. So it's basically like Pluto or even Freebie? actually, yeah, Freevee, okay. YouTube. Yeah. So um, basically, cable been- on streaming. Exactly. So what I actually like, um, what I learned is a lot of that stuff and actually much more is on that stuff. Like Tubi, um, if I had Tubi when I was growing up, I would have been all set. Like we actually like, I think like you can't beat the convenience. Like that's, that's what it is. And that's just kind of where our society is. It's like, but yeah, you can't gratification. I noticed like Blade Runner right now is on Hulu. It was on Tubi, but it's going to leave Hulu and it's probably gonna, either going to go back to HBO Max or it's going to be on actually YouTube. Like Denis Villeneuve's um, films, um, Sicario was on YouTube. I just watched it. Um, the one it's on, that's Adams. been on Hulu for a while. Um, Sicario? Yeah. It was on before Netflix. that it was on like YouTube. Like now even YouTube's getting into it. Like yeah. um, Minari and this other... Um, Movie. YouTube, YouTube, home to one of the most random uh, shows that I watched, Impulse, from the Jumper you... Universe. <laughs> Darius, I love you, man. Sometimes you just bring a show on me, and I'm just like, wait, you watch that? And it's something that I think I'm the only one that watched it. I liked Impulse. He had um. Oh, I loved it, man. I was sad when it was canceled, but I understood why it was canceled. It was the one that had um, uh, Tonks in it, right? Oh, that's who it is? Yeah. Wasn't oh, it Tonks? I don't yeah. remember. I didn't uh, I didn't realize. Um, I think she was one of the main ones. I think it was oh, actually, maybe it was her and Malfoy. I'm sorry, I should be using the actor's name. Remember when he did a fucking Tom wasn't in that wasn't in Impulse. He was in one of them. He was in one of the YouTube TV shows. Oh, I... oh yeah. Yeah, we we digress. Back um, to so, Star yeah, Wars. Jedi Survivor, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really um, enjoying that. 
Me um, and my poor self could not play Jedi Survivor, so I watched, I played Knights of the Old Republic 2. And do you want to know? <laughs> um, had a that's a throwback. Days. That's a, one of, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 are some of the best. Still are like um I mean we could talk about um I don't understand bit. what I don't understand why they don't remaster them. I feel like that's just a layup. It had a couple of Easter eggs, man. I know like um um they had that thing where they like when they set up the new Star Wars movie where they're like, Oh, everything before isn't canon, but it kinda is because we're bringing back uh so, blue face so, with the red eyes and they were talking about Nash Yeah. Oh, oh no, not Cad Bay. No, 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 no. Um Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, Hold on, uh, before before we get further into it, we need to like explain a little bit about how this mess of a property that Disney has done to Star Wars. Well, no, I have a really good anecdote for that. Just one, just one. So, like, yeah. when you get at the end of Knights of the Old Republic, which was so much easier playing the second round, is you get to the end. Did you play it at the end? All the way through, yeah. So there's an end when you're um when you get to the dark castle, you're fighting um Darth Treya, and there's a part like I don't know if you have to have a certain options, but I had the option to like ask her like what's gonna happen um with my crew. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was like, um, there was Mandalore, he's he's in my party. So I'm like, what's gonna happen to Mandalore? And like she was just like yeah, like what's gonna happen? Mandalore is gonna be one of the old Mandalorians, and they're gonna live until. Um, I might also spice the audio, so excuse me if I don't say verbatim. But they will die a death that will last millennia, until all that remains is their code, their history, and in the end, the shell of their armor upon the shell of a man, too easily slain by Jedi. No, Kraya. See what's gonna happen is it's gonna be this man, his name's gonna be Dave Filoni, and he's gonna make this whole entire um backstory, and they're actually gonna have a planet. The force is lying to you, lady. You um, know, Edgar, we can make a whole other video separately on Mandalorian and the trash, the dumpster fire that was season three. Um, we talked a little bit in person and that like I basically um what I said was basically my thought is just like it's a show that's trying to be a cartoon show, and I think that's why it's not. It would good. be so much better if it was. It was I'm sorry, not better. It would make so much more sense if they animated Clone Wars style, but to see grown people, live action people, doing some of the things and making some of the decisions and some of the ramifications from one episode not mattering in another episode, it is 100% like a child's cartoon. I feel so bad that John Carlos Esposito, John Carlo Esposito, no, come back for that. No, he's done. He should never take another villainous role again. He's done. You got to pay the bills. You got to keep the lights on. But he's he's done. No, I want to see it again. The thing is, he's just gonna show up in that movie they talked about. He's gonna show up in season two of the boys, and who knows how many Breaking Bad stuff. Like you probably heard that they were trying to like make him um, Professor Xavier, and not to get into that whole thing, but that's one thing I'm like Disney better not. I will be yeah. over there with Ron DeSantis carrying a sign and trying to fucking <laughs> shut down Disney if they do that shit. I promise. I like exactly what oh you said. God. I don't begrudge a man getting his check, but do not touch <laughs> Xavier with John X Carlux Desire. I don't give a fuck. I don't like I'm sorry, no. No, 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 no. He's good, but like you can't watch him and think like Yeah. That's not him. So um 
I mean, even besides that, even besides that, Darius, how did you feel watching one of what are those red people in the um Praetorian guards? And you have the Mandalorian and they have the volume and they're doing Awful. their best to make it so, look all cin- cinematic let's and talk shit. about the volume too. Not the even volume, that the volume is like, done. It's done. It I don't want to see nothing. I want to see anything else shot on the volume for the audience members. The volume is a new technology that they created in the Mandalorian that shoots like a, a dome. You're in a dome, but it's a green screen that displays the actual screen. So right. you have the vision and you can see like the lighting off of it. So at first it was kind of cool, but now, especially after Ant-Man Quantumania, I don't ever want to see the volume again. I have a personal vendetta, vendetta I, with the volume. I feel like they could use it. It just depends. Like any other tool, like any other like... It makes everything feel so small. But There's like, no do scale. you think? Do you think that's you're right? But do you think that's um, that's due to whether it's time constraint to the creativity of that show? Do you think it just overall? Because um, speaking of like, we watched Batman together. That was apparently shot on the volume, and really, yeah, um, they the Batman. Used, um, I didn't see any specific scenes except for like the um, when they're up on the roof. Yeah. Like I think that was a volume shot. I don't know where else they used it. Um, I think maybe in, like in the last act, with the thing was well, falling. Again, well, talk about um, dark, rainy, um, like aspect, gritty aspect. Like that yeah. looks like your guy Dennis Villain the Wave. He's a French okay. Canadian. I was. <laughs> oh no, man! I made I like Spanish. I want to get. I made it with like... Puerto Rican. <laughs> My bad. When you're watching that show, does it just get into your head that Pedro Pascal isn't actually there? He's in fucking oh, Canada. Oh, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Especially, especially because of the physicality of the role and yeah. watching him in Last of Us. And, and you know how I am, so I nitpick. So I can see how he moves in The Last of Us, and then see how the Mandalorian moves. And it yeah, doesn't. Just like devil. Yeah, none of it makes sense. They, sh- they. I don't even want to spoil it. There'll be a separate video. I'll go over Bad Batch real quick. Um, yeah. Bad Batch surprised me this season. I actually was kind of turned off last season. Why? Because I hate Omega. I hate the little kid. And I'm sorry, that might sound harsh. You but... hate Omega? Yeah, I can't stand, I can't stand it. Omega. But no. So the Bad Batch got way better this season. And that's because it actually got serious and treated the audience not like it's dumb. Not like the audience isn't kids because obviously it's on Disney Plus as a kid's show. But, but it is a kid handle... show trying to be an adult show. Yeah, but kids kids can handle like I guess heavier topics. Yeah. And like the, some of the best cartoon shows that we have that we look back on and you think about, those are the shows that address like heavier topics because now we think about them in a new perspective. From when we see it as a kid, it's very straightforward. But as you grow up, you look back on it and it's layered and you're like, oh my God, now I understand why that character acted like I, I I feel like they did a really good job this season with that, especially with cross crosshair. Yeah. And I felt like all the crosshair episodes were miles better. Um, Two episodes that were phenomenal. The one where uh, yeah. he shot the um, mirror. Yeah. Shot the mirror and it, and they're in Yo. the old separatist camp. That was fire. And then the one where he's on the snowy planet. There's actual story, there's actual progress and growth, and there's actual consequences. People don't just pop back up out of nowhere with ulterior motives who look like they've just been sitting around waiting for someone to enter and say their name. Or um, someone gets given, like, there's a whole entire episode about fighting 
over this one piece of land and a planet and they have all these action scenes that oh mandalorian here you you guys can live here no the next episode you guys are back on your own planet oh now you're back over here oh now you're a cop oh, okay right right but, it, um, it don't make no sense i just like i i like the direction that bad bad like i like a show trying to be a adult like a kid you're trying to be an adult because that actually works it's sort of like an adult you're trying to be for kids because it's like and then you when you compare and, and, that to and that's Andor. why I get why oh my bad I was gonna say that's why I get Omega why Omega's there because it is a kid show so she's by proxy what the kids are supposed to see the world through and like I get that I have a quick question um I know you don't have it in front of you but I know you've probably seen the Ahsoka trailer right there's a girl with the orange lightsaber there's two Sith people and one of them has an orange lightsaber do you think that's Omega because I thought that might be no that's just oh. Um, I feel like they've been out of their way to say Omega's not force sensitive. Yeah, but then they're like, uh, but then John, uh, John Carlos Pizzito is all up in in this bitch trying to like clone himself with metaphor. Yeah, but then they stopped caring. But they threw that, that that was such a throwaway line. Don't get me started on. Don't get me started <laughs> back on Mandalorian. Hey, but, um, anyways, let's not be negative. Let's um, we can end on the Mandalorian by saying they had a cool. Um, they had really cool fight scenes. I think Kira I don't Sala, ever want to see Jack Black or Lizzo ever again in anything. What Star Wars? Never Are you kidding? Again. That was my favorite episode. That, that was, was a like, bad Lizzo. parody. That was a bad parody of a parody of an SNL skit. No, we reminded That's what that was. No, the reason why I don't have any problem and poor Christopher is, Lloyd. No, oh, he's fine. He'll live. He'll get acting work. No, but like that also like felt like one of those one-off episodes that they would have in the Clone Wars where like But, but here's the problem with it and again I, I might be my nerd brain working but you introduce a concept that talks about the sentient droids who are working because they don't want to be decommissioned. Right. Meaning that they don't want to die and you're saying that they have sentience and that they want to live but right. yet Mando is basically racist towards droids <laughs> one. True. And two, that was so funny. And two, then you're saying that the whole Star Wars universe uses slave labor because these droids are sentient. I mean, I could get you're right. They're introducing concepts that they can't like really follow through on. I thought it was real fucked up that a couple episodes later they had Baby Yoda in that stupid in the skull in the husk of another. Yeah, like in the mech. Like, and then they realized how stupid it was because they got rid of it a couple of episodes later. Like, yeah. guys, sit down, write the whole entire season before you. But if you want to explore droid sentience, that's fine. Because we can look at Star Wars is so it's been around for forty years and it's so expansive. I'm fine with going into different concepts. I'm fine with doing one-off episodes, but just please make it thorough and actually act like you care about the story you're trying to tell. I don't have to see the same formula over and over again. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting for you to explore that, but actually explore it. Don't actually explore it. Don't tease me with it. I agree. Um, I mean, I would just say like, um, I didn't realize that in the um, Knights of the Old Republic game, they actually refer to robots. I mean, to anyone who's not a robot, a droid, into a sentient. And I didn't notice that while I was walk um, while I was watching. And it just it actually just shows um, how much like time and lore building and mm -hmm. getting into my suspension of disbelief is already on is already shut off when i see jack black and lizzo and then you're going to talk about droid sentience and then bring me to a droid bar where they're having drinks as droids on their off time from their droid work that they do do you think they <laughs> apparently 
Because they don't want to die. If they don't want to die and they want to live and they have free time, they have off time. Like you're saying, like, like hey, put your want to put yeah. your USB. But these droids don't just shut off at the end of the night. They had a droid foreman who was yeah. telling the other droids how to work. Like, yeah, that didn't make it, it. It really messed it up for me. It really messed it up for me that episode. I don't think they realized what they did with that. Andor, I think, is actually better than even any Marvel like TV show they have. Andor was, I would say, I think it was the best television show. The characters in Andor actually made decisions that aligned with the thoughts that had been played out before. No one made a decision for the sake of the plot. No one made a decision because that would be a, oh, gotcha moment that the audience would like. They literally wrote me into this world and they let the story play out. And the characters made decisions that I could honestly see. Like if I'm in that decision, I could see how, if I'm in that position, I could see how I would make that decision. Like even when it begins and they stop Cassian for his papers, and he just, the dude's begging for his life. And Cassian doesn't even think about it and shoots him. That's not a spoiler because it's the first episode. But, like, that type of that type of quick decision-making, like, that type of stuff, like, oh, that that immediately drew me in. Like, oh, this is this is not what I'm I'm used to. It's not necessarily subverting my expectations because they but weren't it, trying to. But it's but making it's, a statement about the kind of show you're watching. Yeah. Because like, sub- subverting expectations is bad, too. Like, there's so many things in there that are just that tell you how much um how good the writing is like um in rogue one that's how we introduce the character him shooting someone but the fact that they had that it shows first of all this isn't the mandalorian people are gonna die i he went into a bar like he was in a bar like trying to he was in a up. brothel he wasn't in the bar he was in a brothel you're right themes which themes are the building blocks of every story and by theme mm-hmm. i mean what's the question what's the statement what's the observation that we're trying to make and the way that they use the themes of the show these are themes that you and i capitalism it says something about government control like more than anything else this show makes the empire be more um malevolent be more malevolent than it ever is exactly it's not just straight up it's not just like yeah you have darth vader who come down and mow down a whole quarter of people but this shows you like the bureaucracy of it and how it becomes normal everyday life stuff but this show had really good action like that fight it was not just good action that the the tie fighter one where they did the aldani heist and they drive off they fly off in like it looked beautiful I've never seen visuals like that. Like, not even on screensavers. Like that. Like, I like. I don't know if they use a the volume for that, but like, if they did, that's a good example of using the volume. Because like, did one of the people in the crew like die while there was escaping? I know there was a yeah. um yeah. the manifesto Two. dude that got shot. Yeah, but the guy who they had on the inside, the black dude, he also died. You talk about the foils. You have that guy who wrote the manifesto versus the guy who's telling Andor, let's just take the money and go. Like, you see the two directions of which way Andor can go. Like, is he going to go back to his old ways? Or is he going to go, like, you don't know what he's going to do because he's that guy who just shot a cop. Point blank, without saying nothing. You don't know what he thought. There's no narrative. There's no you, uh, you narrative, Joe yeah. narrating over it. Like, it's just him making these decisions. You as an audience member have to interpret it. 
and each like, decision he makes, like whether he shoots him or not, it would be believable. Right. Did you ever watch The Bear? I haven't watched The Bear. Um, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but uh, John Bernthal is also on the band. I just realized both of them were on The Punisher. Who's coming back for the Disney Plus show? Oh, um, God. I'm not looking forward to any Marvel just, Disney Plus anything. Um, just to wrap it up with Andor, I loved it. I can't wait for another season. I enjoyed that show. Definitely, yeah, 2022. I was going to say, Snowfall might be 2023 for me. So far. That's not Agent Piper. That's a new one, right? No, yeah, that's a new one. Um, oh, that's why she was in Z Nation. That's also why I probably have a bad. You watch Z Nation? Oh, my God. I, I need watched... you to that make was a, a dark. That was a dark time of my life when I watched Z Nation. Let me how... tell you. <laughs> what? How far did you go? Did you uh, uh, Did you I make got... it all the way to Bernie Mac's wife? Yes, I made it all the way to Bernie Mac's wife. And now she has white hair. That's the last thing I saw. It's uh... bad, bro.